You ready for this? Yeah, I was born. He was born ready. But not born ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to today's podcast. I'm with my great friend, Kirby St. John. And uh, Kirby has been a great friend and mentor of mine for for several years now. Um, And I first met Kirby while you were the youth pastor here at River of Life. And now you have since gone to become district youth director for the state of Minnesota. So Kirby, thanks for being on the show today. It's great to be here. Perfect. And I was thinking about this the other day is the fact that I wouldn't have met my wife if it wasn't for you, actually. So uh, quick story. My wife, Mackenzie, uh, went to church here at River of Life, and she was not planning to go to college until you asked her, hey, why don't you come check out Heartland, which is the ministry program I direct. And, of course, she said yes, and uh, that's when I met her. And so, anyways, I probably wouldn't be married without Kirby. So thanks, Kirby, for that. Well, you know, I'm (coughs) I'm not sure if you wouldn't be married, but maybe not. Maybe not to Kenzie. Maybe not to Kenzie. Yeah, That's that's a good point you bring up. But I think, Kirby, honestly, you're one of the best people at connecting with other people. You're one of those people that I feel like uh, makes everyone feel like they're an important person. And um, that's one thing that I've just watching you in your life. I've seen you have an impact and influence on many people. And so for students who are watching or maybe listening to the podcast today, um, what would you say is your advice on how to create friends, how to create meaningful connections with other people? Um, Are there things that you do as you're interacting with people to just help you uh, have a meaningful connection? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, I think it's a a struggle a lot of people have is just making friends, connecting people, you know. You know, I think number one, I think you got to go into, into, relationships or into connecting with people or into meeting people, you got to go in with the mindset that hey, people are going to like me if I just put myself out there. So I think sure. some people have this mentality, like you're we're just afraid, like maybe someone's not going to like me. Maybe people are going to think I'm weird or, or whatever. And they might, but I think most people, if you walk in and go, Hey, if I just am genuine with these people, they're going to, they're going to, you know? Yeah. And so, so I think if you go with that mindset, like, Hey, man, if I go talk to these kids, if I go talk to these people, if I go talk to this guy standing there by themselves, I think if I just walk in and go, hey, if I just reach out, because they're probably just as nervous a lot of times as you are. Right. And they're they're feeling like maybe the same type of thing of like, man, maybe they won't like me if, if I talk to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, just this, this this whole concept of walking into a situation and looking. Uh, sometimes I think we're so focused in of ourselves and how we feel, like yep. so feel insecure about, man, maybe reaching out and talking instead of looking at how maybe someone else might feel. Yeah. Um, being in the same spot. And so if you're walking going, hey, these people are going to like me if I just give them a chance and, I, and put myself out there. And then you go into that thing just going, you know, man, if I if I go into this thing and it's all about me, it, it, it goes south real fast. Yeah. But if I go in and show interest in them, yeah, the moment I start showing interest in them, people want to open up and want to talk about themselves because we all love ourselves. Yep. You know, or we love talking about ourselves. We might not deep down love ourselves, and that's a whole other conversation. But yep. we, we love it when someone shows interest in us. Yeah. Because even if we're not talking, even if we're not, we're like, if, if I, I kind of like that guy just because they sit around and they talk to me or they show interest in me. And anytime someone feels noticed mm-hmm. or anytime someone feels like, somebody maybe cares 
to spend a few moments with me, then they're going to automatically start to like who you are. Sure. Because you're the one person that's kind of showing them a little bit of, you know, interest in, yeah. in who they are. Yeah. And I think too, like, um, most, of, most of the conversations I've had, I don't remember what people say, but I remember how they made me feel. Right. And I remember you saying one time, this was a few years ago, but you said, when you walk into a room, you assume already everyone likes you. And instead of walking into a room and assuming, well, everyone thinks I'm, you know, right. stupid or that I can't talk or, and I think just having that, that mental shift to say, you know what, if I assume they already liked me and I make the conversation about them and make them feel like they're noticed, that's going to go a long way. So um, I think that's great advice. I remember my mom told me one time, she said the best way to make a friend is to be a friend and um, just making someone feel important. So, um, well, it's important. You know, you know I, I even think this, I mean, I'll just touch on this for a second, but, you know, the Bible talks about us being the church. It's not a building we sit in. It's not. And so as we walk through life, we go, man, if I'm the church. Yeah. And then someone says, well, I don't like going to church because people aren't nice or people are hypocrites or people are. And I start thinking, well, if I'm the church and they're the church, yep. you know, so no, I come to church and no one talks to me. Well, if I'm the church, then. Then if they're the church, they should be like, well, if I'm the church, then I should go talk to someone. If I'm yeah. the church, you know, instead of it being this building, it's like this whole thing of like, man, if this is who God is, 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 is given this whole thing, an idea of, of growing the church um, and impacting the world with it, then I need to be, look at my own life and go, am I being a great representation of, man, what it's like to care about somebody, love somebody, you know, invest in somebody, right. you know, give my life in a sense to, to, see, to make sure someone else can get through the season they're in or, or succeed in what they're doing or, yep. you know, and so. So, you know, when, when you walk into a room, you're looking for people to say, okay, who's, who's maybe needing a connection, right? Yeah. So I like, when I walk into church, I look who's standing by themselves mm -hmm. and not talking to anybody, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I just will try to go find somebody that's just standing around, sit, sitting by themselves at a table. And I have no idea what to say. I have no idea what to do. And I go up and just go, Hey, how you guys doing? You know, if it's somebody I've never met and I know that for sure, I'll be, hey, I don't know if we've met before. Are, yeah. you, guys, are you guys from around here? Start asking them questions about them and, and that, that's, yeah, we're from, we're from Richmond or we're from Cold Spring or now we just moved here. Or, so where they have to give you a response. And then if they've got kids, it makes it super simple on, hey, what, what do you guys like to do? And anytime you start caring about someone's kids, the parents automatically go, hey, this, this is a pretty cool cool deal yeah for sure yeah there's nothing worse than being in a conversation where someone asks you like a yes or no question and you're like yep and then it's like awkward right. silence so asking those open-ended questions can be great um finding out what they like you know find that one percent maybe that you have in common being able to talk with them so that's great um what about if uh, if someone's watching today or listening and they've they've made a good connection with somebody and um you know, whether it's a friend they have at school or just a, fr a family friend or whatever, uh, but maybe they don't share the same values or the same faith they have. Um, how would you go about maybe bringing up that conversation or, um, you know, trying to make a connection there? Sure. Well, I think that first of all, they just need to know one that no matter what their beliefs are, is that that somehow, some way, even if we don't see eye to eye and everything, we're, I'm still going to care about them and still be a friend to them. Yeah. And, and and sometimes that takes a little a while to do, and you need to throw that. But yeah, you know, man, there, I'm around people all the time that 
man, we don't share the same beliefs. We don't share the same, you know, lifestyle. We don't share the same thing. You know, I think just being a, a positive voice, just being a, you know, just kind of, I, I would say, you know, a lot of time we, we go in, 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 and I may share, you know, some of these things later, but I love the, the phrase, or, and I don't even know the statement or whatever the word, the quote, mm-hmm. people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And I think, man, once you've built that bridge into caring for somebody, and they can tell, hey, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, who I am, what I've, what I've, how I've messed up, this person's going to still care for me, then that opens up a door for you to just begin to feel like, hey, I can share some things that are important to me. And eventually, right. I hope they've seen something different in my life that they're yeah. going to go, hey, what is it about you? Mm-hmm. You know, What is it that you have going on that, that I, I, can't, I can't figure it out, I can't put it into words, but there's something there that, that just is... is you know, talk to me about yeah, why you do what different. you do, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think that whole thing of, you know, if, if they don't see that you care, you know, what's the point of you trying to influence my life if, if I don't feel like you care, genuinely care right. about me? And, you know, I think when it comes to sharing our faith or our values, it really should come from the aspect of I care about you enough to say here's what I believe and why I think this is so important. So I think that's great just... Um, showing them, hey, I, I really do care about you, and and you may not agree on everything, but we're gonna, we can still be friends, and and I still hope we can maintain a relationship. So it's that's great. What about someone who's um, trying to reach out to someone they know, but maybe um, they want to share their faith, but they they don't have a great relationship. Where would you say to start? You know, I think you, I think some of that stuff you got to be led by just one. I would say by the spirit, but two, just be led by you know where the conversation's going. Led by just being sensitive of hey, what they're saying, what they're doing. Um, you know, kind of getting a read off of them. Just going okay, what if I start going down this road? What's going to be the you know the direction of of how this is going? Or you know, if they're going through something, man, that just opens up a door. Yeah. You know, man, hey, my family's falling apart. Well, hey, I got someone who can help. Or, hey, this my family member just got sick. Hey, let's just take a moment. I'll, I'll, I'd love to pray with you. That Those are easy ones yep. to just kind of interject your faith in. Sure. When somebody's going. But, you know, sometimes it's just a friend that you know, man, this person, you know, it's just they're they're a little away from the Lord. And, they don't, in fact, they don't like God at all. Mm-hmm. And to try to begin to build that bridge. And, and, I, and I think sometimes it's, I'll just say this, take time. You don't have to close the deal day one. Right. But you also cannot ever never close the deal either. Yeah. And so it's just trying to figure out going, okay, when am I going to bring this up? When's the right opportunity? And I, and I think you just, God, okay, if, if today's a day to bring this up in this conversation, you know, yep. you walk into a hospital bed when someone's laying there about ready to die, it's a lot easier to bring it up right then. Right. You know? Yep. But when you know it's someone you're going to see, you're on their sports team, you're in their same choir, your band, you're in the same class, mm-hmm. to just go, okay. Over the next three three weeks, I'm gonna really invest some time and energy into this relationship, just trying to build some rapport so we can have a conversation. Yep. You know. Yep. That's gonna go somewhere. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like too, like, and this is my personal conviction, so I'm not saying this is like the gospel truth or anything, but um, I always want to build a relationship with someone first, and I want to be a person that prays for them by name before I'm gonna try to. Um, you know, even though it's it's something I believe is one hundred percent true, like I don't want to push my beliefs on them until I've at least built a relationship and prayed with them. 
Um, and then I think, you know, like you're saying, you kind of have to feel that timing, pray for God to give you that discernment to say, okay, is this the right time to have that conversation or to just be bold and say, hey, I really think this would help you out with where you are in life. So um, here's a question I have, and I get this from students a lot. Um, what if I have a friend who doesn't have the same beliefs as me um, and I'm trying to walk out my faith. I'm trying to make the right decisions, make smart choices. But they're uh, maybe pulling me away from making those choices or um, they're pulling me away from my faith in some way, shape, or form. Uh, is is there anything I can be doing as as a Christian to say, okay, what are things I can do to to keep my strength and, and my faith and keep my values, make the right decisions, but not lose my friends? Yeah, I mean that's that's super huge, right? I yeah. mean, because none of us don't want to, we don't want to lo- lose the people we care about and we we've hung out with for years. But on the other side, man, our our relationship with God, a lot of times, is so important to us that we also don't want to lose that. Yeah, and there's that balance of your friends pulling you, man, against everything that you want to do. And so, I, you know, I kind of I kind of think it's kind of one of those things where you got to look and go, hey, at what moments have I seen and noticed where? Man, I've been really weak, and I've fallen into maybe some temptation. Right. And okay, so man, if that's every Friday night, then I'm gonna try to figure out how I can hang out with my friends Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, after school on Friday, and and figure out, hey, for this season, Friday night's not gonna be my time with you know, yep. with Jimmy and, and and Susie and Michael. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I I just gotta know that this isn't gonna be the season right now where they they realize, hey, I'm I'm not pushing them away. I'm not disowning them. I'm not saying I don't want to be around you, but, right. but, and you don't even have to, you don't even have to tell people why. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, wow, you guys are doing this and I don't want to do this. I yeah. mean that now all of a sudden you're better than them. Right. And yeah. so you're just like, Hey, Hey, you want to hang Friday? Hey, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know? And so just until you get a chance where they start going, Hey, hey what's the deal? So well, I've been, I'm trying to, you know, just make some decisions with my life where I don't want to do that anymore. And so I, I love hanging with you. I love being with you. And, and and, this, and so you know, I think if you day one, I'm not doing that because you know all yep. of a sudden you've just burned that bridge. Yeah, you've separated. You've separated. Yourself, but if you yeah. just continue building that relationship and kind of when you know you're weak, yeah, you know I'm not going to keep going back to the places I'm a weak. Right. I'm going to go in moments where I can be strong. Yeah. You know, and, and build some of that. And so yeah, I think that that environment piece is really important because like there are certain environments where my faith will not thrive, you know, or, you know, there's certain maybe even negative relationships where my faith will not thrive. And it's like, you know, maybe I have to get rid of those. Um, but for friends that, you know, maybe don't share my faith and are pulling me apart, if I can hang out with them on uh, my terms or in a good environment, um, you know, if I can say, hey, why don't, why don't we hang out at youth or why don't we hang out at my house um, where I'm not going to be tempted to make bad decisions? That's a a lot better than saying, oh well, you know, I guess I'll just go with the flow and right. kind of just jump into the current and whatever happens happens. But I'll just say this, and you know, yeah. back back in high school, it was really interesting. I had all these ki- all these guys that man, I was, you know, I was on the homecoming court my senior year as a junior. I was the junior representative, the only junior elected to this spot, and but I was never at all the parties and all the stuff that everybody was doing. Mm-hmm. And it was one because I loved everybody and cared about everybody at school and was just I was a friend to everybody. But two, on the on the other side, man, when people are going out and, and doing stupid things, the people that didn't want to do that eventually were like, 
hey, Kirby, what are you doing? I don't feel like doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. I don't feel like going there. And then, then yeah. I have parents that say, you, you can't go anywhere unless you go there with Kirby. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're, I mean, not go there, but hang out with Kirby. You, you're not going anywhere tonight unless Kirby's involved. Yep. Because I'd built this trust with these parents of like, hey, I'm not doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I had all these guys that, and people that in different seasons that would be like, hey, I want to hang with you because of that piece. So, yep. I, you know, and so these other guys were like, I, I love Kirby. He's awesome. We have a lot of fun together, but he's not going to do what we're doing. Yep. It doesn't mean I, I'm not going to be friends with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was that, it was that kind of, I think it all, it all works together eventually. Yeah. Maybe a lonely season mm-hmm. at times, you know, but you just got to fight through that. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Um, here's a question uh, that's kind of off of the friends topic, but uh, what's the, what's the best piece of advice anyone's ever given you that you'd say? Man, I, I I really go I go back to that, you know. That that thing I, the the comment I made earlier of just been, you know, people don't care how much you know until you know how much you care, mm-hmm. and I think that's man some of the greatest advice that I've ever. I'm not gonna have an inroad in anybody's life, unless I care about somebody. Yeah, if I miss that, you know, I miss it. I, I was talking with a, a family the other day. Their their son is on the hockey team. He never gets to play. Mm-hmm. And all the other parents avoid them like the plague. Mm-hmm. But they said a comment to my dad the other day. They just said, the only people when we come to games that talk to us are, are my parents and me. Yep. And there's something that they noticed of like, I've got an inroad. So the other night I just sat and talked to them for a while and I grabbed their son. And I said, hey, come here for a second. I just want to let you know, I'm just proud of you, how your attitude and all this stuff. And I just poured in him and built him up. And it was amazing. This, the, the mom and dad are sitting there with tears running on their face. Mm-hmm. All because of man, this whole idea I could do anything now I wanted, and that family would be in my corner. Yeah. You know, because I just reached out and cared for their kid who was hurting. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to them when they were hurting. Yep. You know, I got this dad on the hockey team that now he just goes, I need, I, I just think about this all the time. Here's what I think it was I just think, what would Kirby do in this situation? Yeah. What well, would Kirby do? He was, I'm going to get a bracelet. This is what would Kirby I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> a little bit weird. But, you know, but, but just this whole idea is, is you've just put yourself in the spots where like people don't care how much I know. They could care less I was a pastor. Mm hmm. But when I started to care about them and who they are and their needs, it's it just opens the door to to relationship. It opens the door to friendship. It opens the door to investing in people. It opens the door to sharing my faith. It opens the door to to walking in a room knowing that it's worked countless times over and over again with other people. I can walk in a room with confidence knowing if I just care about somebody, when I walk in, they're gonna, you know, I, I got a text from a guy last on Sunday. I walked in the door of church and I, and I said hi to this guy. I said, hey, how you doing? And then about 10 minutes later, I ran into his kids in the hallway and I stopped and said, what's going on? How are you guys? And I just invested in his kids for, got a high five from him for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Then that night he goes, Kirby, you don't know how much it means to me. He sent me a text. You don't know how much it means that you stopped and took and, and noticed my kids and took interest in them. Yeah. Well, the kids, when they see me, they kind of shy away. They're kind of, but you can tell they like that I'm talking to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this whole idea. I just think that, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much I think is, some of the greatest advice that you can in, I mean, there's other cool things in life, best, yeah. but when in build in relationship building, yep. it's like, man, if I just care about people, what they love, what they're interested in, I'm going to have so many people that just, that, that want to be around me. Cause I'm one of the few people that's maybe invested in cared time and energy into who they are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think when, when someone is passionate about something and you, even if you're, it's not your favorite thing, but you get passionate about that, just like they do. Um, and that just creates a bond, I feel like. And if, um, even if it's something so small, you know, 
Um, I always have kids come up to me at youth, and they they love Minecraft. Yeah, I know nothing about Minecraft. Right. So I literally zero. Um, but I, I try to, you know, talking to whatever they're passionate about and, um, you know, just getting back to that idea that, Hey, I care about you, you know, and, uh, it's those little details that people, if you can remember a little detail about someone's life, that just means a lot to them. It means a lot to me. I know when that happens to me. So I talked to a kid last night about ice fishing for 15 minutes. I've never ice fished a day in my <laughs> life, you know, like, but he just sat and kept talking. I'm like, Hey. This is awesome. Another guy I talked to last night for 10 minutes about his truck. I'm like, I know nothing about truck. Yeah. Like, I can turn it on and put gas in it. Like, that's... you want me to change a tire and oil? That'd be a stretch. Maybe I could figure it out. But, it's, but you know, yep. when I got done, he, he thought it was the coolest thing ever. He just told me about the truck he bought. Yep. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm his buddy forever now. You yeah. know, and, and I just, that's, we can all, and it's something, the cool part about this, what we're talking about today, is something we can all do. Yeah, absolutely. It's not super difficult, not super hard. It's like everybody could just care about somebody else. And, mm-hmm. and, and you, don't, you don't have to know a ton about that thing. You don't even, you don't have to be the most interesting person in the room. You just have to be the most interested. Right, that's good. I want to hear about what you have to say, you know. So here's a question because we're, we're getting closer to the time, and I want to keep these, you know, short for students. But um, – and maybe the funniest is an over-exaggeration, but, like, what's a funny thing that's happened to you? Per, like, a great, great story. Great story. We all love a great Kirby story. You know, I have so many funny things that have happened over the years. Um, should I share what happened Christmas Day? That's, yeah. It's is fine. that a good story? It's my podcast, so you can tell whatever story you want. <laughs> okay, so here's the funny story, terrible story. Christmas Day, open presents. That's not, wasn't the terrible part. That was awesome. <laughs> okay, I was you wondering. Like, I was like, oh. you got socks or something? <laughs> I got, anyway, I got socks and some underwear uh, at one of my Christmas, but it wasn't at this one. Anyway, so I, I, we open presents. We have supper. We're having a blast. We're hanging out, playing games, that kind of stuff. I'm sitting at the table, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, you got the rumbles. I got the rumbles. Mm-hmm. So I look at the people, I'm like, hey, I just got to run to the bathroom quick. Run in the bathroom. Yeah. As in, run in the bathroom. I run in the bathroom, if you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. So I just ran in, and I run in. And and so it's just coming out, you know. Get done, come back, sit down. Mm-hmm. Two minutes later, not even two minutes. Yeah. I go, sorry, guys, but I got to go again. Round two. Round two. Yep. Run in the bathroom, run in the bathroom again. It's just leaving it all hang out in there, you know. Yeah. Get to come back, sit down. Not five minutes later, I go, oh, no. I'm, I'm just not feeling very good. Yeah. I got to go to the bathroom again. Run in the bathroom, go to the bathroom. So that's kind of happening the next hour or so. Yeah, so, so at this point, you're realizing like I'm, it's either something I ate or I'm right. feeling sick. Yeah, something's, right? something's not going well. Right? Yeah. This is a great Christmas day. So I go in the bathroom as I'm going. I don't know if you ever had this happen. And sorry for those of you that don't like this kind of conversation, but he said something that funny that happened. I'm going to get to the funny part. But yeah. I started to burp. And when I start to burp a lot, mm-hmm. I realize it's going to come out the other end too. Oh. You know? And so. <laughs> yeah. I go into the bathroom, wipe, flush, and I'll turn around and I just start throwing up in the toilet. Oh, man. Yeah. So we might need to cut this out of the podcast. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll but see if it makes the final cut. So what happens is, so now I'm sick for that couple hours. Now we have to take get my daughter an hour and 40 minutes home because the bus leaves at 530 the next morning to get on the bus yep. to get to Warroad. And so I'm like, babe, we just got to get home. Even though I'm not feeling good, we yep. just got to get home. You drive. Got to try. We get about 20 minutes down the road mm-hmm. and I'm like, pull over, pull over. And she doesn't get over because it's icy and, and, and it just starts coming. I had been burping again, you know, that thing. <laughs> so so I throw up into the bag and I just, I mean, I feel that thing, like that bag, like 
an inch deep, you know, inch and a half deep. Oh man! But then here's the funny part. Here's what happened. It's funny because all this is not funny. It's gross. Yeah. And this next part's gross, but funny too. So okay. I'm like, you know, 48 years old. Yeah. Sitting there and kind of look at my wife. I kind of start to laugh and I go, I just pooped my pants <laughs> in the car. I pooped my pants Christmas Day in the car, <laughs> and we're like, my kids are sleeping in the back. Yeah, they start gagging. They start dry heaving because of the smell. Oh, We're man. trying to get to the gas station. It's yeah. another like three or four miles from where we are. We finally get to the gas station. I'm like, grab my luggage, bring it in. So I pull my pants off, and it's the whole outside is just wet. And so I had like not just a like a oh, log. It was like a wet, just yeah, just that 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 was. I, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's funny. Funny now, that it happened to you. Yes. Now. Other people don't think it's funny, but I thought it was kind I, of funny. I laughed. I enjoyed it. So I don't know if that you might have to edit that out, Dylan. But uh, we'll see. I, I'm I'm a sucker for a good story like that. I just, <laughs> just I, it's just like, real life, you yeah. know. You it happens to everyone. If you if you're like that, doesn't happen to me, you know. Right. I'm sure just, it even happened to Jesus. Let's yeah. be honest. You just shake your head and go, I cannot believe that just happened. Yeah, it's it's a humbling experience it, when it happens. It is. It is. You just got to roll with it. Relying on other people, it helps if you can roll with it because you got some toilet paper. Yeah. I didn't see what you did there. You got to roll with yeah, it. Right. If you don't, you're in trouble. Yeah. Felt wiped out after that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was a charming. I mean, charming story yeah, you told there. It's good. Oh, one last question, and then. Um, We'll we'll probably wrap it up, but um, you serve as district youth director, so you're over, um, you know, youth pastors in our state. You're um, leading big events where there's tons of young people. But what's one thing you you, if you could tell every young person listening, what's the one thing you like? I just really, if you take one thing away, this is the thing I want you to know. I just. I wish kids today just knew how much God loved them. Yeah. You know, and I wish they could just understand it, not just words. I wish people, not just kids, mm-hmm. could understand that, man, no matter what we've ever done, no matter what's happened, that if Jesus could do it all over again, he'd do it again. Yeah. You know, and that, man, that he cares about you and he thinks the world of you and he wants to have a relationship with you. You know, if that, if we could just get that and understand that, that would be. The coolest thing ever. Yeah. Better than the big event. Better than the, if every person in the room just knew, hey, God loves you, and there's a lot of other people in the room that truly, genuinely care about you. Yep. I think it doesn't matter if a kid's what they're struggling with, what they're going through, what they're. They would. I think they would understand. I can make it. Yep. And I can get through this. Yeah. You know. And so Absolutely. that's what I'm saying. So. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Curry, for being on, and um, thank everyone for uh, either watching or listening. Make sure you do all the things you like you subscribe you save our show whatever it is uh whatever platform you're on but uh thanks for being on the show and uh hope you guys enjoyed this episode we'll have more coming we'll be out every month and so we'll see you guys soon thanks dylan thanks for having me it's been fun perfect thanks kirby